You're watching the Tesla Life live with your host, Mark Cutland. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 311. Here we are, the uh, 14th of June, 2023. First in the chat room, Hockey Day, with a Easter egg that we'll talk about a little bit later. And uh, <laughs> also joining us as per regular, we have Mr. Casey Green joining us from an undisclosed location in South Carolina. How are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. I had a chance to uh, use my heat pump washer dryer combo unit, oh. and uh, it does pretty well. The only awesome. word of caution is since it relies on airflow, don't fill the tub. Like if you have blankets, make sure you leave some space for the air. <laughs> okay, because it's airtight. Well, yeah, yeah. So otherwise, you end up with a ball of hot, wet blankets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not dry. <laughs> also joining us from his roof, Mr. Patrick Connor, who's just finished Hello. with the hammers today. How are you today? That's right. Yeah. So uh, two weeks ago on the show, I talked about how half of our solar was gone last week um how uh, the other half was gone and we had no solar and also we could get a new roof well the new roof is on raise yeah. the roof <laughs> raise the, literally <laughs> yeah so uh now it's time to schedule the reinstalls so uh uh one of the um so we have two solar systems one tesla one's uh just a local installer the uh, local installer they said they want to uh, wait at least two weeks just to make sure there's nothing wrong with the roof so that that way, because they're going to do roof penetrations, putting in the footing and stuff. And they didn't, they don't, if, if a bad roof was installed, they don't want to be blamed for it. So they want to make yeah. sure that that's all settled. And uh, it's probably going to be at least two weeks with Tesla because I uh, started emailing them yesterday and they haven't got back to me yet. So I don't know when the schedule is going to be open for the reinstall, but uh, it's, it's sunny days are here. It's June. I want to get that all done before July and uh, start start collecting those kilowatt hours. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yes. Spring's the best time to uh, collect kilowatt hours because it's not as hot out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Solar panels, uh, they are more efficient when they're not hot. And so when you have cool, sunny days like this, they, they do really well. Although um, we're north of the 45th, so the summer days are just so long that uh, July still performs really well. Um, yeah, I, I think it out yeah, okay. Yeah, so different parts of the country are going to have different world will have different uh, months that are the best for them. But uh, yeah, sooner the better. Let's get them on there and start collecting the sun. Start collecting yeah. those kilowatts. Absolutely. If we, uh, mm. if we had our temperatures, but the southern hemisphere light exposure uh, in the wintertime, that would be our best. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I really like those um, plans for the high voltage lines running across the country, north and south. Um, and because there are some areas that are better for wind, some regions that are better for solar. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you could conduct that electricity from, uh, you know, say uh, Texas summer uh, to uh, Montana or North Dakota or wherever where they needed it, uh, when, when it, it's, that would really be helpful for having a, a, a good balanced grid system. Yeah. And we could reuse some of those oil pipelines to transport water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. True. Yes. There are o oily are water at this to... point. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll have <laughs> technology by the time this thing shuts down to filter out oil. <laughs> and more <laughs> importantly, the right, -aways, the right of ways are established, right? So yeah. if you want to run those lines, you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You can always just run a, a run sort of a, a oil plug through. You can run a, a resealing plug and then and then pump water through that. Uh, I've also made sure that I'm not on my backup internet connection right now, so I shouldn't be doing okay. too much of the. Well, and I should we'll be doing less of the talk. We'll see if the freeze happens this week. We'll just see. <laughs> we'll just see. Well, that doesn't mean it won't switch back, but right now. We're... <laughs> <laughs> well, our first story, Patrick's got a little story about some batteries and oh uh, yeah, about some suppliers. That's right. I'm charged you up know... about this story. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Tesla, <laughs> Tesla battery supplier sees surge amidst IRA tax incentives. So this comes to us from Tesla Roddy. And uh, 
it's no surprise to anybody who watches this show that uh, the world's moving electric. Batteries are a major constraint in that area. If you are a battery supplier, that you're going to have a lot of people knocking on your door saying, oh, this is a total shock and I need batteries. Could you please sell them to me? And uh, uh, the answer is going to be, uh, no. right now we already have contracts, but hey, we'll build a new factory if you uh, give throw enough cash at us and maybe in two years we can give you some. So uh, both Panasonic and LG Energy Solutions are seeing um, their share price go up, their customer demand is there, their, their uh, Obviously, the market likes this, and so uh, these these are both companies that have long-term contracts with Tesla, and Bloomberg points out that non-Chinese battery suppliers are experiencing a surge, while CATL, one of the top battery suppliers in the world, is not. And I, I find that interesting. Um, there's even if uh, CATL is only supplying in China, there's still growing demand there, and um, C CATL is building plants in other parts of the world, which leads us to our next also battery-related story. I don't know if there's. Uh, well, let's just roll these together. Um, yeah. Tesla is reportedly mobilizing their Chinese suppliers to open factories in North America, specifically in Mexico, but anywhere in North America will do. The way that the IRA works, if you are, if it's in the U.S. or a, a, or a, a trade partner, which includes uh, Mexico and Canada, then that makes the vehicle qualify for the IRA tax incentives. And we talked about last week how uh, surprisingly some of the Chinese-made cars are qualifying, well, are, are cars that have Chinese-made packs at least. And uh, the way that the incentives work, they get stricter over time. So that might allow for some percentage of the batteries, uh, cells, or packs to be imported from China for this year's incentives, but that doesn't mean it will next year. So they've got to get these plants going as fast as they can. And uh, it's we're, we're definitely going to be battery limited for energy storage, whether that's for grid stabilization at industrial scales, scales, whether it's uh, semi-trucks or personal vehicles, everybody wants batteries. So uh, there's lots happening in this space and it's pretty exciting. <clears throat> yeah, it's, and of course, uh, we know about the Tesla Mexico plant uh, going to be you know, complete in nine months once they start it. But right. uh, it's, it's interesting that they're they're pushing some of their uh, suppliers to say, listen, we're going to be building this plant. We're going to need a lot of the parts that we normally get from you anyways. Why not uh, set up shop in uh, Mexico or U.S. or Canada? And uh, we can continue buying parts for the new vehicles that we're going to be producing in Mexico at scale. So it's uh, it's interesting that they're trying to get some of those suppliers to uh, start building those plants um, because we haven't heard anything about Mexico starting. It's mm -hmm. all been quiet since the announcement. Uh, all we heard is the, how fast they'd be able to do it. But well, it was uh, a right. forced announcement. So, I mean, they might not have been ready to announce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. True. Yeah, they could not get the politicians in Mexico to keep anything to be under quiet. wraps. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the NDAs in Mexico apparently don't work at all. So uh, you have to watch yourself. But uh, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting that uh, if they can get a few of their suppliers to start building, and of course, they already have the relationship with them. They already receive parts for other factories. It just makes sense that they mm -hmm. uh, put a, a plant uh, in North America and start supplying the, the new factory as well as the other two that are already in the U.S. Makes sense. Yeah. And, and they probably want them the to build one... it right next door. Yeah, exactly. This is not the only one pushing for the Chinese to come to Mexico. Mexico is inviting them. And a lot of other companies are trying to get their Chinese suppliers to uh, set up shop in Mexico so they can get some of these benefits. Yep, absolutely. Speaking of benefits, well, as of last week, the NAX explosion has just gone atomic. The amount of, uh, of, 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 of different companies expressing their their ability to switch to NACs or their positive uh, reflection on what NACs would represent for them 
has gone through the roof. Of course, the big one, mm-hmm. of course, was GM, uh, which was at the beginning of last week, where they uh, they announced that they were going to switch. And uh, Mary Barra appeared with Elon on a Twitter space, and that shocked me just that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> to to announce it and uh, and indicate it was a it was a win for both companies was. Um, certainly uh, a surprise uh, to the markets to everywhere uh that that gm was going to switch especially after investing some money but again just like ford they had probably discovered that the other forms of charging out there the other networks were just not up to the task uh mm-hmm. of uh, being reliable uh and uh being able to charge their customers in an efficient manner so uh it, it looked like it was you know they, they haven't necessarily said they're breaking any alliances with other charging services. It's just that they're going to be adding NACs to the mix so that they can piggyback on the 12,000 Tesla chargers uh, that Ford is going to have access to as well. So, um, and then after that, uh, Casey's got some others uh, that have uh, lent their support throughout the week. What, what are some oh, yeah. of the others that have said? So we've got a, a, a menagerie, and it's it's been quite interesting. Mm. Most of them were charging uh, station uh, providers. Uh, that makes sense. Kyle Connor, Kyle Connor was over at um, EVS. Uh, it's a conference for charging equipment providers, and like the amount of people that had like a like a thrown together sign that says they're ready for the next. Yeah, was, was quite interesting. Uh, but the pr- the also... print shops were busy, weren't they? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, and then there was also a um, one provider there that had a prototype uh, Nex uh, plug on their uh, what used to be a CCS charger, and they got the it was it was the most ugly Nex charger I'd ever seen. <laughs> um, mainly because I'd only seen superchargers and destination chargers, but the handle just looked like it was a J seventeen seventy two with a like it was like a pistol grip rather than. What we're used to with the, the garden hose style and <laughs> it just looked weird and hey, well i mean weird... that that that's the beauty of this right is that yes. um now it's, it's it's this open standard and as long as you have the connector part that goes into the car you can be right. creative with the rest of it and maybe somebody will come up with something better or or you know not but at least there's going to be experimentation right and 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 and, and they 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 specified the standoffs that you need so so you know for a thousand volts mm-hmm. you need this much room and for uh, 500 volts, you need this much room. And after that, it's up to your creativity. Uh, but as Sandy Monroe said, they shouldn't want a handle for your handle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, one of the oddest ones that we saw was a, a boat builder that's owned partially by GM. Uh, they have said they are also switching to the next. Pure and, watercraft. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so folks are saying, well, are they going to take up a million spaces at the supercharger? And I hadn't even considered supercharging them on on their transport uh, uh, trailer. But I was thinking, like, man, who's going to install a supercharger near the water? <laughs> but at the same time, with the Max, it doesn't have to be, because everybody was saying you can supercharge now, you can supercharge now. But there you are use a regular DC fast charger at, at, the, at the marina. So that's that's probably what you're going to see there. Instead right. of like a yeah. million Chatamos or, or half as many uh, CCSs, you'll just have um, either MCS or, or Nax, depending on how big the vessel is. Right. A lot of marinas already have high voltage available, which might be a bit of a surprise, but there are boats that pull up and want to use shore power. Exactly. And uh, so instead of running some diesel uh, to, to power the ship when they're at dock, they don't want to do that. In fact, um, in some parts, like in, in uh, some ports in L.A., they're not allowed to do it uh, just because of the emissions that it would have. Exactly. So they have to stop so many um um, miles out and then get tugged in and uh, then plug in and, and not run. So, uh, and there, th- what's really annoying to me is there are gas pumps uh, right there to fill up these boats and ships at some docks. And you know that's, that gas is being spilled into the water. And that's yeah. just disgusting. And uh, so, yeah, t- having watercraft go electric, I think that's great. And I think it'll be a little easier. And I, so now at some of the superchargers, we were talking about how they need trailer spots. Well, now they're going to need trailer spots where you can also charge up whatever's on the trailer. Yes. <laughs> so you can do both at the same time. That's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Be it a, more, be a jet ski or a front-end loader. Go ahead, Mark. Sorry. More pull-throughs is what we yeah, need. Yeah, more pull-throughs. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but like, like Patrick was like a double pull-through. 
<laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah that, that actually works because then no matter which direction you go through, if you're not, yeah, it could work. So yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty excited by this. The, the awesome thing is, I mean, it was obvious to us. We have been saying on this show, and I, I was just looking, I have an article from 2017. So saying, why are we doing this? Uh, Tesla has the best network, the best technology, the most uptime. They've said they don't want it to be a walled garden. Please, if you are a CEO of any company that's going to make something that has to plug in, that uh, you should be doing supercharging instead. And uh, uh, I was just thinking that, okay, the, the obvious and right answer is is Tesla's connector, but are they ever going to do it? And uh, wow, they did. This is, I wonder, so how long until Stellantis and Toyota and uh, everybody else uh, makes similar announcements? Actually, Stellantis has made a comment today stating really? that they are investigating yeah, it uh, because uh, they can see where the dominoes have fallen. Right. And uh, they're 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 now investigating it. Elon Musk uh, has indicated in a public forum on Twitter that he would like Toyota to uh, jump on board. Uh, yes. And uh, he's made, a comment, made a made a comment to that direction. Up here in Canada, uh, Flow uh, Charging Network has indicated mm -hmm. that yep, yes, cool. they will switch yep. over to the NAX standard as well. So uh, it, it's it's shocking the amount. Well, of course, once Ford opened the blockade, yes. then everything started to flood out, and we've seen all of this change in only seven days. So it's mm -hmm. uh, it's it's amazing. It's it's amazing that there was just all the, that resistance, that little bit of resistance. Once it was broken mm -hmm. up, all these others have decided that. That is the way to go. So uh, very cool to see that uh, see that uh, happen in such a short amount of time. So I have a, a related question. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got a question and a statement. Okay. Um, the statement is, uh, I think I understand why Tesla didn't do MCS3 on the uh, Tesla Semi, because mm. it's not done yet. Uh, MCS2, since MCS3 has been started, MCS2 must be done, right? Even though nobody's allowed to use it because of the intellectual property concerns right so then my next question is when does tesla semi go next or mcs3 hmm. interesting i don't think they'll need three megawatts because you know it's, a, it's described as a megawatt charger and, and next does that so yeah i don't know uh that's yeah i haven't followed semi charging I, I, very i gotta i gotta believe it's you know the simplification of everybody using the same standard uh, has got to weigh heavy on them. So I, I got to believe that that is in the works. If it's, if it's physically possible, I am sure they will do it. Yeah, and then um, at that same event that Kyle was at, uh, when we when I was talking about MCS three in the past, it's like, oh, it's really cool. It's a little triangle. It's like based off of CCS. No big deal. And then I saw a guy holding up the prototype connector for CCS uh, for uh, MCS three. Uh, at, at that same uh, EVS conference, it's big. <laughs> mm. He had to two-hand it, and it was wasn't connected to anything. Like it was just a, a bare connector. Like there was like a little stub of the cable, and he had to two-hand it. The thing was just was like the size of his head, and it's like, yep, versus next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not gonna fly. So, so uh, things like this are just annoying when. Uh, have something elegant and then uh it gets designed by committee and you have all this other crap in there and and oh what about this corner case and that corner case and you just keep saying yes to all those things and yeah it's it turns out horrible speaking of standards i wonder so right now this is tesla's design that they have open sourced but that doesn't and, and they've they've been smart they they joined charin the group that was controlling ccs so they're using a lot of those same protocols which makes the transition easier but the connector is still as tesla defined and not covered under charin as the standard so will it move under charin will charin mm -hmm. adopt that and, and ditch ccs so or that's one of the other announcements they... that came out this week <laughs> oh awesome. uh, after after eviscerating ford for joining next uh they they took a different tack with uh with gm making their announcement and at first they were like super cd silent 
And then they came out and they kind of softened a little bit. They they came in and hawed a little bit. They said, we're going to help Tesla get this thing standardized because, hey, it's using CCS uh, communication after all. So, you know, might as well call They it had CCS to go through all the seven stages of grief. <laughs> 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 oh, at first it was like super ragey because they were losing money, you know, because they, you know, they, they had to... They had to you had to pay if you use a, like an ISO or SAE or whoever. You had to buy the right. standard, right? And right. Then... They had denial, then they had anger. Now <laughs> <laughs> <Another laughs> they're moving to acceptance. <laughs> yeah, but they, they exactly. still want it to be like 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 certified through a standards body. That way, their 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 big fears that Tesla could change it at any second. Yeah, they could, but they would be really stupid to do that because yeah, well, I mean, a lot not... of people all at once. Yeah, they've got four million vehicles on the road. They're not changing it. <laughs> Plus, all the Fords and GMs are coming out next next year anyway. So, yeah, and they they've signed agreements with Tesla. So obviously, they're under contractual agreements that certain things will be reached and done in a certain way, along with the connectors that Tesla's going to make for those GM and Ford vehicles. Right, so the it's adapters. Uh, the adapters are another part of it. So the standard is not going to change. Otherwise, it's going to cost Tesla money as well. So right, but the but, but, but the adapters. Right, Charin didn't, there is didn't a mention between. adapters this time around. Every other time, they're like, mm. adapters are evil. <laughs> yeah, they're an interim solution, and, and they are kind of a pain. Um, yeah. Uh, our local utility right now has an incentive for home EVSEs, and none of them on that list have the NACS connector because um, they have to have some demand response feature, which Tesla does not have in theirs, because there's a whole different program that they have for Tesla where they talk to the vehicle to do it. And so the Tesla connector doesn't qualify for it, but if you have a Tesla, you can still do some other program. That, uh, But a, a friend of mine, they have a plug-in hybrid right now, and uh, they were like, hey, I've just been using the connector that came with it. I'm thinking about just installing uh, my own residential EVSE. Uh, here's the list that they approve. Which one should I get? And I said, you shouldn't get any of those. You should get a Tesla one and then buy an adapter today because your next vehicle is going to use the Tesla connector, whether or not it's a Tesla. And uh, he was like, well, what am I supposed to do then? <laughs> so um, it's interesting because we're in this spot where the, you can't really buy any other than a Tesla. You can't buy anything that has the Tesla connector for your own house yet. I'm sure that some of them you know, juice box and others are going to change pretty quick. A couple have made announcements already for home charging, yeah. Right. And, and then, then they would also... have to go through UL approval, and then they have to get on this list right. for the utility. And right. and this is also why the three of us were Transition pushing. Transition is a pain. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why the three of us were pushing for this to happen a long time ago. Right. If it happened in 2017, <laughs> when I wrote this blog post, it'd be yes. something that'd be... Yeah, a whole lot easier. <laughs> we just got to get the industry to subscribe to, with, uh, to uh, cars with uh, cords.net so that they can understand where everything's going. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, I even, yeah, I even had a plea in there. If you're the CEO, please, please, please read this and do it. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. but they, they wish they would have listened. <laughs> yep. yeah. Hello to uh, Hockey Day, Derek, JT, and June, who are all in the chat room. Uh, if you're out there as well, please uh, send us a hello in the chat. Uh, if you're out whether they're watching in uh, Internet World, love to see you. <clears throat> Next, uh, on to a story. Ah, about 4680 production. <laughs> so mm. uh, Tesla has uh, acquired a new space in Fremont, uh, just uh, close to the Fremont factory. 210,000 square feet uh, for a factory that is going to produce 4680s. So they're they're announcing that they're ramping up uh, the uh, production of 4680s. And this may combine with another story that Tesla had mentioned about the, the semi. They indicated that uh, it was going to not reach uh, volume production this year. That's going to be pushed back until 2024. So uh, this may be something about Cybertruck, really, when it comes down to it, that uh, mm. that Tesla needs all the 4680s they can get uh, for the Cyber, even though the Semi, we expect, will switch to a 4680 at some point. They're not using those now, but we under, we believe that for economies of scale, they'll they will want to get to the 4680 and the Semi at some point. <clears throat> but they're going to allocate all the batteries they can to uh, Cybertruck production because uh, mm -hmm. they know 
They've got a ton of reservations waiting, and they know the press they're going to get if they don't put out a lot of them uh, and ramp up uh, exponentially. So it's uh, it's uh, Tesla's is going to need all the 46 A's they can get for the Cybertruck program, I believe. And this is a step towards that. They can get this uh, this new facility, get a few lines up and running, and uh, it can help uh, alleviate or you know contribute at least. Uh, to what the uh, Cybertruck uh, battery requirements are going to be. I wonder if that's when they'll switch the charge port, is when they switch the batteries, because it, it looks right now like the, the, the hundred or so that they've got running around between Tesla and Pepsi, uh, PepsiCo, I should say. Uh, they, they've all got the wrong connector, and they've all got the different size battery than we'd anticipated. So maybe when they switch it, they'll maybe. switch the port. Maybe. I'm I, I also wondering if they'll retrofit, uh, obviously they'll retrofit the, the mega chargers, but will they retrofit the existing mm -hmm. trucks or make them use an adapter? And they're obviously not going to give them free batteries. They'll be like, hey, no. here's your trial. No, <laughs> but uh, I, I bet you they will retrofit them. Uh, adapters, like we just talked about, are, um, you know, they work, but they're kind of a pain and they can limit your charge speed. And I, I think that's part of this partnership with Pepsi is that... Uh, that they'll get these upgrades uh, as they come along. They don't want their trucks to be uh, like, oh, that's one of the old ones, and it you know has all these extra things you have to do. They want to make it easy for the operators, to plug and play, and just go. Not like, oh, where's that adapter? How come this doesn't fit? Let me kick yeah. it harder. Maybe it'll go in. No, we don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, you're right, Mark. Right there. It's to get them to compare, like, hey, you know, this was your truck last week. We're going to give this over to Bob. And all right, Jimmy, you're going to do this one now. And how much easier is it to charge now? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I didn't right. think I'd talk about a charging handle before. <laughs> right. One of the things we saw when the transition from the 18650 to the 2170 was that the new vehicles got the new cells. And that worked out because the new vehicles are ramping, so they're low volume. That gives Tesla time to work out all the kinks with the new battery as well as the new vehicle. And then also the new cells at that point aren't in high volume yet. So that works out. They can ramp the cell production as they ramp the vehicles. And it makes perfect sense in retrospect, but I assumed that, oh, we've got this new cell. It's going to go into the existing cars first. No, the existing cars already have everything working and smooth. Why would you inject all those bumps into that yeah you want to do copy exact and crank out as many as you can and then once you have volume of the new cells then you can go back and do a redesign and make improvements to the to the old vehicle based on what you learned from the new one so do all your learnings so i think this is going to be the same with cybertruck and semi those are going to be the vehicles that get the 4680s and probably like you said mark cybertruck first then after they work out all these kinks with 4680, then they'll start looking at, okay, what other products should these start going into? Mm -hmm. And when can we stop doing the 2170s and phase those out and get everything on the 4680? So that's going to be a multi-year transition. Yeah, I would suspect that next after the, after the two trucks would be Model Y Performance from Texas, because they've already got Model Ys yes. there with 4680s, but they're the standard range because these prototype, well, not prototype, these early cells they're using are not the, the high nickel, high performance cells. They're just, hey, let's make sure the machine's working, make sure the, the yield is adequate, and let's make some cars right. with it so, so we don't have wasted material. Uh, but they're not the performance cells. So the next place you do your performance cells after the two trucks <laughs> would be the performance Model Y because it's the low hanging fruit. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, speaking of new lines, also, this uh, article, article from Tasmanian uh, talks a little bit about Gigafactory Texas and the possibility that uh, some machinery has been going in that uh, speculation is on this is a new line they're putting in place at Giga Texas. So we know Giga Texas is a massive cavernous facility that has a ton of room uh, for many things, uh, which, of course, we officially know of nothing uh, specifically as to how they fill it out. But uh, this is this story uh, indicates that they believe Model 3 line may be going into place uh, to uh, start producing those in Texas as well. And again, the speculation, but based on uh, watching the deliveries come out and the drone army taking photographs of what's coming in and what's going <laughs> out, 
and what doors are left open. Uh, th <laughs> this uh, this is what they've come up with, is that uh, they believe that this may be a new line, which makes a lot of sense, that um, once you've got the, the process in place at uh, Gigafactory Texas for the Ys, you're ramping up. You may put in another another line of Ys, possibly. That may be the first choice. But mm -hmm. certainly behind the Cybertruck, a Model 3 line makes sense as well, uh, especially with the IRA and, and being able to produce more uh, Model 3s uh, in the U.S. Uh, to uh, to also collect on that tax credit makes makes a lot of sense. So it's uh, it's something that Tesla will be doing at some point. It's just a question of are they doing it now? Yeah, and with mm -hmm. the the changes they're making with Project Highland, uh, definitely the stuff that we saw spy shouted. But they're definitely going to do stuff like we saw with uh, with Model Y, where uh, reduce the number of parts from you know 115 pieces of steel in the front to to, to two pieces of aluminum. Uh, with the with the with the, um, with the with the giga casting, and then that also increases their, their profit margin and also allows them to have mm -hmm. lower prices to further incentivize people to take advantage of the IRA and fit it in their budget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is awesome. This, so we we've, we've been debating uh, or guessing at how many vehicles Tesla will produce this year. Officially, their target is 1.8 million, but. Uh, mm -hmm. They do things like this. This could be the two million year. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next story. Uh, may as well touch upon Giga Berlin. We haven't talked about them yet, and uh, it looks like uh, they've got all five colors now working from the uh, the uh, Berlin paint shop. So we've got the uh, white and the black, uh, the new blue, the new silver, the new red uh, are now all being produced at uh, Giga Berlin, and uh, of course, that's going to free up uh, people to order whatever color they want, as long as within those five. Um, so it's uh, it's another part of the scaling up of Berlin because it had that new advanced paint shop. They were a little bit behind uh, in producing all the colors, and uh, now that they they believe they've got their feet under them, they can start to run with this. So it's uh, it's another good sign about the ramp up at uh, Berlin uh, as they start to uh, push those colors out in more volume. And of course, another story that came from Berlin that we didn't even have mentioned here was um, they are looking for, Tesla's looking for new water supplies as well. So uh, they have uh, contracts with the local government as to how much water they would pull out of the existing supply uh, of water. Uh, but uh, Tesla had also indicated to the government that they would produce some searching uh, to see if they could come up with other water supplies uh, that would be available and would benefit the uh, the uh, government as well. So it's uh, something that uh, they started to explore on their properties uh, as well now. So again, Berlin is expanding and ramping even further. Um, we've heard about the the new shifts. We've heard about the uh, the Berlin Railway that's bringing employees in and out of uh, out of the work uh, from uh, central Berlin. So uh, the ramp up uh, just continues uh, in Berlin. Not surprising at all, but uh, good to see that uh, that they're actually continuing down the road uh, quietly. We're not hearing a lot about it, but uh, they're certainly ramping up as time goes along. All contributing uh, to that uh, two million that Patrick has just mentioned. Yeah. I must say the new silver looks at least as good as the old silver, like real silver, not the gray that they call silver. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, not not that that's a bad color. Silver. It's just you know they, they, they call it silver. It's gray. I, I I see a I see a silver three every once in a while driving around. Uh, not sure if it's the same one. I haven't checked the the plate, but it, it the silver always catches my eye because they're so rare. There's yeah. just mm -hmm. not many of them on the roads at all. And when you see one, you go, man, that silver did look good. Yeah. I'm sorry they uh, they stopped the use of it. Yeah, it was canceled shortly after Model 3 went on sale. And right. uh, the same day as my uh, Obsidian Black uh, Metallic went off sale as well. Yeah. What's the silver color they have now in the U.S. and North don't. America, I should say? They have none. There's no silver at all? Nope. We have a, a gray oh, that I they call they silver. Okay, oh, right. So that's... Metallic. Midnight Silver Metallic. Okay. But so we had a silver at the same time that MSM was out. So 
They know it's not silver. Yeah, it's, it's no silver. It's a gray. Exactly. <laughs> wow, you guys are harsh. <laughs> oh, Derek's got the same color. I like this new uh, silver. It has like a hint of blue in it, but you can't tell with lighting in the. But yeah, this is pretty pretty cool. I guess we should share the picture we're looking at. <laughs> One second, guys. Go ahead, put her up. Um, another uh, story to talk about is uh, there we go. Is uh, camera views. So um, finally, uh, Tesla has uh, started to release uh, more camera uh, view access points with uh, uh, 2023.20.4.1. So, um, Casey, maybe you can explain a little bit about uh, what what this is uh, compared to what we're used to. In service mode, you're able to do a camera test, and you're able to look out of cameras that we weren't able to use before. Previously, we could do the, the main front camera and mm -hmm. the two repeater cameras facing backwards, and, of course, always your rear view camera. And you can even do those without being in, well, uh, the front camera, you had to be in, like, the video mode. Um, but the side cameras and the rear camera, you could you could hit with the um, uh, with the the, with the parking sensor button on uh, on reverse mode or the camera. Uh, but then what they also added to service mode now is the rest of the front cameras. So if you have hardware four, the, the the other one. If you have anything older than hardware four, then the rest of them. And then they also added the the B pillar camera, so you can see what the car sees out to the sides. And I'm I'm hoping. Now that that exists, we can get some some shots of what the car sees around the blind corner now, because uh, it's always been so secretively shielded before. And, and like being able to see what the car can see and cannot see would, would just add confidence beyond what it shows you what it can see, if, if, if you're tracking what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's just, it's, it's not necessarily for the recordings that we're mm -hmm. seeing for security mode or for um, on like the road mode, yeah. it's it's more of a camera test type thing and, and allowing people to see what those cameras actually, the angles that they're actually picking up. Yeah, uh, if you see anybody on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere on the web uh, showing uh, like a, a blind corner scenario out of those B pillar cameras, tag me and let me know so I can see it, please. Okay. Um, so this you, is pretty. Anybody can hear my voice. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, a pretty cool, I mean, not this, in general, having this live view is is really handy. So I, I was just talking about the roof that we had done. So they were they parked a, a big dumpster in our driveway. So they said, uh, don't park there. And of course, so they're going to block the, the garage. So we parked the Tesla out on the street. And then they had construction trucks and stuff. So we actually had to park it around the block. And uh, we also had the Chevy Spark EV parked there. So every once in a while, I would go and go, live view, camera. Anybody live messing with my car? And not only that, <laughs> because we had the Spark parked right behind it, I could look at the Spark. And so I could check both cars with the Tesla. And uh, yeah, this, this is a handy feature. So if you're ever like, not, you know, I, normally the car is in the garage where I know it's safe. But now I could check on it and make sure it was safe. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that reminds me of the other day we went to uh, the ethnic grocery store and uh, my wife saw an illicit deal go down. And I said, I think, uh -oh. like, man, do you really want to do this around all these cameras? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, things like are it. being recorded all the time. Yeah. Now. Yeah. More and more cars are mobile uh, camera spots. So it's uh, it's risky uh, to uh, leave the, that type of evidence behind. It's, uh, but then again, no one's saying that criminals are smart. It, uh, <laughs> takes a I while for things a to fake. clue in. Wasn't me. That's a deep fake. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. You see that the thing that flew out of my, my window after, after this person handed me the cash, that was, uh, that was a camera artifact that had been corroborated in three different cameras. Yeah. Chat GPT is <laughs> after me. You can't trust anything you see. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have uh, to, uh, start disguising them as, uh, uh, as iPhones you're selling. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Man, this guy's got a lot of iPhones. <laughs> uh, next, uh, Casey's got a little update on the Cybertruck. Maybe he has a few photos to show us as well. 
yeah, let me get over into Twitter real quick here. And so uh, Tesla has this tradition where after a vehicle reaches a milestone, uh, like being nearly ready, they take it to In-N-Out. And so... <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I, I wasn't aware it was a thing. I, I guess I'd heard it before, but like now I know. And, um, and they order off-menu, I bet, too. Oh, probably. <laughs> so this vessel, this vehicle here, was spotted at the local In-N-Out to the factory. And, and, and I don't know if they were just doing this just to be funny or if it's close enough but not anything we've seen before that they actually wanted to camouflage it. But uh, if they were just being funny, then that's extra funny. Uh, no, this yeah. was in Palo Alto, California. Oh, okay. Uh, but they, yeah. the same same one went to In-N-Out. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you can see the rear wheel steering. And then in the video at the In-N-Out, you can see the rear wheel steering steer the other way as it uh, I thought it was going to launch. It did not. It, it took off sensibly. Man, that, that, uh, that camo thing. looks great on that vehicle. It does. Like uh, and uh... Since it's so many flat angles, I think I'll wrap it myself. And, and this yeah. might be something I consider. <laughs> yeah. I would, I was... would think that if you're learning wrapping, uh, the uh, uh, the Cybertruck would definitely be uh, an excellent choice to, to try. Uh, because uh, with all those flat angles, it's going to be fairly easy uh, to wrap this vehicle, um, although you're going to use a lot of wrap, it's it's bigger than your average car, so <laughs> you're going to have a lot of sheets of uh, wrap, but uh, it should be fairly easy to do. Yeah, just get a squeegee to move it out, get all the air bubbles out, <laughs> which you can't do on a curved surface so it's like you can on that one. Yeah, right. And Chansu in the Twitter thread there was asking how the headlights work. The headlights are right here. Oh, what's that bar above them? That's the light bar. Okay, but not the headlights. Oh, these are the headlights. That's crazy how them. small those headlights are, like how skinny uh, it yeah. is between the body and the bumper. Well, they're probably matrix lights, and it's also a lot bigger than, than we can see in pictures, too. So, Yeah. Because mm. the, the, yeah. the frunk opens up. It takes the lights with it. <laughs> and you can see the, the mega mm. wiper is in place and ready it to go. It doesn't look as bad yeah. here. It looks like they've refined it a little bit. Yeah. It uh, hides right in the uh, that black there. That's nice. Yeah, a little gutter. Yeah, but, I think. Uh, I wonder if they just color matched it better. So the speculation is that if it's gone to in and out and, and a public viewing, that uh, the the design is done and they're ready to start uh, producing. I love the fact that that's on their checklist. Yes, we can get in and out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. We got to get this done. Come on. That's right. <laughs> right. I didn't bring my lunch, lunch today, today because we were going to meet this time frame. <laughs> right. <laughs> or worse, like the other spouse uh, sends uh, them into lunch, into work with lunch. And why didn't you eat my lunch today? Because we finished, baby. <laughs> That's right. We're done. We're done. We're ordering off menu today at noon. Yes. Absolutely. For those you don't and, know, uh, in and out is famous for having an, an off menu uh, item list that uh, it's not printed anywhere, menu. but uh, you just order it. Uh, with uh, what you want and uh, off menu is is provided it in and out unlike other places so that's kind of interesting i didn't know about that the first time i went in and out and then uh one of tesla's cybertruck suppliers has leaked that they have orders for was it three hundred and seventy-five thousand or three hundred fifty thousand trucks even though tesla's only gotten mm. for what 250. yeah so elon had said that uh they would probably be at a 250 once they ramp up, uh, maybe a little bit more, he said. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, these trucks are darn close. Here we are sitting in uh, mid-June. We, we've, we've speculated that the, um, that the delivery event will be in the third quarter. And, of course, if they say third quarter, it'll be the end of the third quarter. So, uh, you know, we're talking, we're talking end of September. Uh but uh, I still say Christmas. That's going to be something <laughs> incredible once these start to roll out. Uh, yeah. Just being able to see it, uh, you're going to think you're in a video game uh, in reality. It's going to be crazy to see these trucks start to roll. And, and the volume of them is what's really going to be shocking because there's so many orders. So many people are, are wanting this truck. Um, it's going to be quite the, quite the scene out there. 
let's move on to the next story. And the next story is about us. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, as you may or may not know, uh, there's a little show out there called Now You Know with Zach and Jesse. And uh, they put a call out because uh, they were going to be in Europe uh, doing a trade show. They put a call out and said, hey, if, uh, if you want to film uh, a segment uh, and send it in to us, We'll uh, examine it. Uh, if it's good, we'll we'll uh, we'll dress it up a little bit. We'll make you look good, and uh, we'll put it on the show. So uh, we decided that we would do a couple segments and send them in. And uh, surprise, uh, both of our segments were picked up and put on their show, which uh, aired just uh, just yesterday. So uh, we do have the uh, link uh, in the notes if you want to check it out yourself. You can do so, but uh, we, will. we want we, will. we certainly wanted to thank uh, Zach, Jesse, and the Now You Know Production Group for making us look good and uh, putting us on a show. Thanks very much, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I like their uh, their editing style to, to what we did. It was pretty neat. Exactly. Uh, Patrick uh, did uh, what was it? Uh, conjecture time. Conjecture so, uh... time. That cracked me up. <laughs> I really love that. They're, they're, yeah, they're editors. Uh, shout out to those guys. That's great. <laughs> yeah, having them uh, jump cut and, and take out all the ums and ahs and pauses and then to put the graphics over top of it. And when we were talking about Tesla's 20th birthday, they, they even had a Tesla birthday cake. So I don't know yeah. where they found that image, but that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, AI generated really cake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> they even had a Canada Day birthday cake show. Yes. Yeah, to go with that little gag there. That was awesome. It's like, uh, Canada Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that was very cool. I, I watched the show uh, shortly after it was published, and I noticed that uh, uh, Patrick's story about his article was the first one to uh, shout out. And I, I quickly emailed Casey and Patrick and said, hey, we made the show. And then it kept playing, and... We showed up as story number three as well. So uh, they took both of our story entries, which was fantastic. So uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we can collaborate in the future again. That was fun. That'd be fun. awesome. Yeah. We should invite them on here when we... Yeah, absolutely. We should, yeah. we should reach Didn't out to them. Now that, now that uh, the, they know our name, at least, that would be... Right. Uh, might have a little more credibility. I don't know we if they can hear a lot. Before. Uh, okay, Casey? I said, did we have Zach on here or what drives us before? Oh, Neat. I, I don't think I don't either. I, I missed that one if we did. Yeah, yeah don't Richard don't Bills. Think. So it would have been WDU. Don't, uh, don't recall Zach being on either show. Oh, well. I'll have a look at All right. I'm sh if, if Casey remembers it, I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Jesse, though. Like It was just Zach. Just Zach. Okay. We, hmm. talked, uh, we talked about a number of topics, but one of them was uh, his sister's. Oh, okay. Well, it definitely wasn't the Tesla life. I know that for no, a fact. Okay, <laughs> it, it might have been what drives us, possibly. Uh, but uh, I'll have to look that up. Awesome. But yeah, we'll reach out to them and see if uh, see if they'd like to uh, attend or, or do something. That would be that yeah. would be fun to do. We first appeared at the thirteen minute thirty second mark around there, but uh, I encourage you to watch it all. It's it's a great yep. show. Tesla Time News from now you know. Let's see. Very I good. I, put in chat. I do have here. I can put in chat. Okay. Uh, oh, did you find it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. These here are are the exact timestamps where we show up. Very good. First story, third story. Cool. Well, let's. Uh, uh, anybody in the chat room have any questions? Uh, let us know. Um, we got a couple extra minutes before we wrap. Uh, but what I would like to ask you, if you're still watching at this point, is to please give us a thumbs up. Help <laughs> us out. Press that subscribe button. Uh, it uh, it gets more eyeballs in front of the show, and we would really appreciate it. it doesn't cost you anything at all. Um, you know what Patrick can do with more eyeballs. Yes, I know what Patrick can do with more eyeballs. What can you do with more eyeballs? He can get another set of sunglasses. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> I can show I them with all his writing. I can show them all a future free from fossil fuels. There you go. There but you we go. Like to buy all the things. <laughs> but uh, with uh, 
Shout outs, uh, Casey. Let us know what you're going to be doing. Uh, I think you do a little program on Sundays. You can let us yeah. know about Sundays at one ten Eastern uh, PM uh, at YouTube.com at Casey Green. That's K A C E Y G R E E N. Uh, it's similar to this, uh, a little little more expanded topical palettes and timeline. Uh, but uh, it's kind of kind of a nice little synergy because all the Tesla news that that happens after this, but before the next show. Like I get some of that, and then we get prepped up, and then and I, I finish, and then Elon does a bunch of stuff, and then and there's more news for this show. It's, it's quite fun. <laughs> you don't feel like you got Tesla overload. It's like, all right, I'm able to digest it all. <laughs> Very good. Very good. And Patrick, of course, is advertising X-Men for us this week. Um, <laughs> that's a new sponsor, apparently. But uh, Patrick, what do you got for shout outs this evening? <laughs> Yeah, we are uh, uh, not sponsored. Uh, we uh, uh, say what we want to, and uh, we're not dependent on anybody else to tell us what we can or can't do. It's it's uh, the only way to roll. Uh, be yourself, and uh, it's pretty cool. So Thank you, do. Uh, I blog at carswithcords.net. You can check that out. And as always, I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeva.org. Thanks a lot. Definitely. And uh, Derek, yeah, we'd love a video clip of your area. Send it to us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, that would be fun to watch. Uh, send us Eight send, Teslas. It, send it over wow. and we will share it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And June's going to go check out the Now You Know uh, just to see us. Thanks very much, June. Appreciate that. And uh, I guess with that, we'll wrap it up this evening. Uh, we will catch you all next week. And together, we will find out on Wednesday what is happening in the Tesla life. Stay positive, test negative. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs> Bye.